You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Let's get down into the nitty gritty systems with five ways to systemize your business in today's episode. But before we jump into systems, what are systems? Systems are just simply organized processes. Think step by step for how your business operates. And these can be performed by human beings like you or your team, or they can be automated. And automations, I just want to say, side note, like automations are a type of system, but not all systems have to be or even should be automated. And so I think a lot of times people think systems automations, yes, technically they do work hand in hand, but not all systems are automations or should be automated. Now the question is, great, I know what systems are, but why systemize? Why should I have systems in my business? So if you're repeating the same tasks over and over and over again, and it's not efficient, or if you're struggling to work less, if you are looking to outsource, but you don't really know how or where to start, then you need systems. Without systems, you will not be able to scale your business without burning out or without being stressed 24-7. Systemizing your business leads you to efficiency, and efficiency means that you get more done in less time, which is like, ah, that's everyone's goal, right? And also, it reduces the amount of mistakes that are made with tasks, too, between you as well as people that you hire onto your team, because there's this step-by-step process that's organized, right? So I'm going to go through five different systems that I recommend having in your business. And this isn't an all-inclusive list for systems. There are so many systems that you can implement, but I feel like these are the really the big ones to focus on, in my opinion. So number one in terms of systems to set up in your business would be to create SOPs. SOP stands for Standard Operating Procedures. I learned about this in like January of this year, and really truly, they are actually life-changing, not just for me, but also for my team. And I recommend creating SOPs for things like failed payments, handling hard customers, navigating refund requests. In general, it just reduces the amount of mistakes. And so what is an SOP ultimately? In simple terms, it's a step-by-step that is actually written out into a document that it can either be like copy and pasted. It's a place to go to so that when these different almost like it doesn't always have to be hard things, but oftentimes that's what most people are referring to when they say SOPs. So like the failed payments, handling hard customers, navigating refunds, like when those situations come up, it's very easy for your emotions to also come up with it. And so having SOPs, which again, it's just this step-by-step written out into a document of like, okay, if so-and-so requests for a refund, then what happens? And then after that, what happens? And then if they say this, then like, how do I respond to that? Like, that is what an SOP is. And again, it's written out in a document that you and your team have access to so that it reduces the amount of mistakes. It reduces 
the emotional response that often, again, it's totally normal that I'm exactly the same way. And that's why I love SOPs because, you know, when I get failed payments, it's like, oh my gosh, not again, you know, or like, oh my gosh, like, are these people actually going to pay or not? It's like, I have a system put in place where like my emotions are not going to get all tangled up in, you know, how I go about handling these different situations. And again, it doesn't always have to be the bad stuff. Like SOPs can also be for, you know, even just like, someone who has a question about, you know, your membership or they have some sort of tech issue. It's like, how do I go about handling that and navigating that? And like, what message do I send them? And like, are there certain links and resources that I can send them? Like having that all put into one place, that is an SOP. All right. Number two in terms of systems is CRM. CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management. This is kind of like an umbrella term because there's a lot of things that fit underneath customer relationship management. Um, But this is especially important if you're working one-on-one with your customers or like in a smaller group type of setting because it's going to really allow you to streamline the entire process of working with them from start to finish, including collecting payments, signing contracts, uh, like check-in emails. Uh, allowing them to like book calls with you or like book, I don't know, different things depending on whatever it is that your service is. And again, like underneath the umbrella of customer relationship management, it's kind of like a subcategory with systemizing, which is like calendar booking and management. So using something like Calendly to systemize bookings for, it doesn't always just have to be for like your clients too. I mean, if you're doing like guest speaking opportunities where you're like bringing different guests into your offers, or if you're doing like podcast interviews. So if you have a podcast and you're bringing on guests, like having a system for booking these different people is so important. So that way it's not like someone reaches out to you or you reach out to them. Let's just say you pitch them to be a guest on your podcast and you're like, hey, I'd love for you to be a guest. You know, reach out to me with XYZ dates that are, you know, that you're available. And then they come back to you and they're like, hey, here are some dates that are available. And they're like, actually, I'm not available. Are there any other dates that are available? And then they're like, oh, here's some other dates. And you're like, uh, and you're going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, right? It, it's taking up so much time. And so systemizing the way that you go about booking these different things, whether that be your one-on-one calls, discovery calls, podcast interviews, again, there's a bunch of different things that fit underneath that. But that is customer relationship management. And I will say, if you are someone who's doing a done-for-you service, this is especially important. And usually, if you have a done-for-you service, you will be using some sort of CRM platform. And usually, those systems would be like uh, Dubsado or HoneyBooks. Those are the two most popular ones. There are other ones out there, but those are the two most popular ones, at least with my clients and the ones that uh, I've seen used the most, like the independent contractors that I have hired. Those are the two platforms that they are on. So it's a way to systemize a bunch of different aspects of your business. Again, a CRM, it's kind of this umbrella term of a lot of different things of signing contracts, collecting payments, invoices, checking emails, booking people, all sorts of different things. And that can all be done through a platform like Dubsado or HoneyBooks, or there are other CRM platforms out there too. All right, number three in terms of systemizing is email marketing. So setting up an email sequence that is connected to a freebie opt-in form. So this is a really great way to automate. Again, this would be something that is a lot more automated. The last one that I was just talking about was CRM. That's also something that can be automated too. SOPs can be automated. There are different aspects of it that can be automated, but I would say for the most part, usually with SOPs, there is some sort of human interaction. And usually that's something that I would recommend hiring out to someone else. And that's another reason why SOPs are so important 
and so valuable to you as a business owner is because if you are hiring someone and you have these SOPs set in place, again, it's these different documents for how to navigate different situations. So instead of this person that you just hired coming back to you saying, what do I say to this person? Or how do I navigate this? It's like, here, you have these SOPs that you can go through. And again, it's going to minimize the amount of mistakes. So SOPs, some of it can be automated. Uh, I would say most of it, though, is going to be a human being that's actually interacting. CRM, most of that's going to be automated. Email marketing, different aspects of email marketing. The specific aspect that I'm talking about where there's a freebie that's connected to an email sequence, that can be automated. And this is an automated way to provide value and warm up your leads and also sell your offers. And I would say that you can kind of semi-automate your weekly newsletters by scheduling them after you batch them out. But in order to write the email, either you or someone on your team, a person is actually having to write those. Once you schedule those out in advance, that's kind of like a semi-automated way, I guess you could say. Um, But again, there's still a person that's needed to be involved in that. Number four is communication slash customer support. So I recommend keeping all of your communication, if possible, with your clients in one place. So that way you're not in 50 places. You're not on Facebook and Slack and Telegram and Voxer and text message and email and, you know, like, and that's like a little excessive. That was a little excessive in terms of examples. But truly, sometimes I will work with my clients and I'm like, hey, like, how do you communicate? And they're like, oh, well, some of my clients I communicate via email and then some of my clients I communicate via this platform and some, and I'm like, well, you're all over the place. Like, how are you supposed to know like where these messages are coming from? And like, what if you forget to check one of the platforms one day, like, and then your, you know, your client has messaged you. And so keeping it if possible in as little places as possible. So I recommend email. And then of course, if you have like one messaging app, like there's a lot of people who use Slack. I personally use Voxer. Um, Ultimately, you just got to find what works best for you. Either of those are great. Honestly, Telegram is also great. Or if you're like, hey, I communicate via Facebook, again, that's great too. Just like keeping it to as little places as possible. And in terms of automations for communication and customer support, you can actually have AI set up to help with customer support, which is really, really, really awesome. So if you have certain like repetitive emails that keep coming in, in terms of like customer support, where people are asking questions, you can have AI set up to actually respond to those, which is really awesome. Or you could have a person, you know, hiring someone else out, delegating that task out to um, help with customer support. So a bunch of different things you can do there, but systemizing the way that you communicate with your customers and clients, and then also systemizing the way that you do customer support. So in my opinion, part of this would tie back into SOPs because a lot of customer support is handling like the questions and how do you handle the questions? Well, you need to have an SOP set in place. So that you and or the person on your team that is handling customer support knows how to do that. And so it's going to simplify and make things a lot more efficient because oftentimes it's going to be like a copy and pasted message with like minimum changes to it that's happening with the customer support aspect. And then number five, and lastly, in terms of different places to systemize in your business is project management, or you can consider this like task management. This is so important so that you don't start each day asking what should I do today? (laughs) And also so that you don't skip over important things that are supposed to get done, but you just forgot to get them done. In terms of what does this look like? Well, usually you're going to utilize a platform where tasks are managed like ClickUp or Asana or Trello. 
I know a lot of people also who use like Google Calendar for a lot of their tasks. I don't use Google Calendar a lot for my tasks. I use it for mainly just like scheduling systemization, but you could also do that too. Again, it's just finding whatever works best for you. And then you have to figure out. So once you have the platform, then it's like, what is your process for going through these tasks from like the initial idea to the actual execution of the task? So for example, if you are having to edit a podcast, what is the process that you need to go through to get that podcast live? So what would that look like? You know, you're going to have to outline, you're going to have to record, you're going to have to edit, then you're going to have to, you know, post that podcast live. Um, Actually, before that, you're probably gonna have to write out the show notes. Like, what does that look like? So you can actually implement a system for your tasks. Um, And you can do this for content creation. You can do this for emails. You can do this for uh, pitching brands. You can do this for offer creation. You can do this for, again, any task in your business, you can create these different systems. And so that way you don't lose track of different tasks that are supposed to be happening. And you're very clear of like, hey, I wake up today. This is what I need to do because you have a task management system put into place. All right. The last thing that I had to share about systems is that this is the non-glamorous work that most business owners don't want to do because it takes time and effort and it's kind of boring sometimes, (laughs) truthfully. But the truth is it's vital for scaling and being able to hire and not burn yourself out. Because again, if you are asking yourself, you're thinking like, how can I work less and make more money? Systems systems, 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 automating the things that you can automate, delegating the different aspects that you can delegate. But in order to automate, in order to delegate, you have to have systems in place first. You have to know the step-by-step. You have to have things organized or else things are going to be a complete mess for you. So now that I've given you these five different things, and let me recap super quick on these five different things. So number one, setting up SOPs. Number two, CRM. Number three, email marketing. Number four, communication and customer support. And number five, project or task management, whatever you want to call it. Out of these five different things, what I want you to do, my challenge for you is to take away, take one of these systems and implement it into your business this week. Get your ducks in a row. If you're like, oh my gosh, I need a task management system. I am all over the place. I have tasks over here and over here, over here. Like, great run with it. Get all of your ducks in a row. Just take one of these systems, run with it this week. Note, I said one, not all five of them. Bite-sized pieces. Let's do this one step at a time. And you could even do a whole five weeks. If we're talking like go above and beyond, like A plus, A plus, five star. In terms of your homework, I'm giving you that. I would be giving you an A plus plus five star. <laughs> like those five, uh, the like the golden stars that you got when you were a kid. I would put five of those on your paper if you do this. You could split this up into five different weeks. So week one, you're going to run through SOPs. Week two, CRM. Week three, so on and so forth, right? That's like if you want to go above and beyond, but I'm not saying implement all of this tomorrow or even today listening to this, like that's way too much. A lot of these tasks in terms of like systemizing these different things in your business are going to take you quite a bit of time. And again, it's the unglamorous work. So spread it out over a few days. Say, hey, I'm going to work on CRM this week and I'm going to spend, you know, let's just say 10, 15 minutes a day working on different aspects of this, getting this set up. 
or um, there are also a lot of different aspects that you can hire out to. Like I know people who will set up entire CRM platforms and systems. So you can hire out for that. I know that there are a lot of people who will go in and like optimize like your task management inside of something like ClickUp. So you can hire people for that. So if you're like, I want to hire someone instead of doing this myself, that's totally an option as well. But again, to recap, to end, to do all of the things, my challenge for you is to take one of these systems and work on it this week. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.